Pressure is mounting on Canada to support a waiver that would lift the patents on COVID-19 vaccines. Now, if approved, it would allow companies around the world to make their own doses without the threat of ending up in court. But some experts say it could do more harm than good. Joining me now with more is David Clement with the Consumer Choice Center. David, thank you for being here today. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, so more than 100 countries, including the U.S., support this waiver. There are a lot of doctors who've expressed support for it on social media, but you're not, you're not on board. Why not? So I'm not convinced uh, for two reasons. The first is that it's highly unlikely to actually increase vaccine availability, and that's mostly because these vaccines are incredibly complex. They require a vast array of very complicated inputs. And we know from when the Moderna uh, vaccine waived its own intellectual property rights that it didn't create some wave of, of increased supply. So the idea that there were kind of idle producers around the world just waiting for IP to be waived uh, never really came to fruition. And so what we have here is a policy that won't necessarily increase vaccine supply for the developing world, while at the same time setting a pretty dangerous precedent in regards to intellectual property rights and the protection of those rights. Well, if lifting patents wouldn't make much of a difference, why are so many countries supporting it? What, is, it is it virtue signaling? Is it, is, what, like, what, what, are we, what are we looking at here? Well, it feels to me like a bit of an empty gesture, especially from the United States. I mean, if, if President Joe Biden wanted to increase the, the supply of vaccines to the developing world, he could immediately release the tens of millions of AstraZeneca vaccines that are sitting uh, in a warehouse right now and likely not going to be used. And the same goes for Canada. If we wanted to do our, our part to increase vaccine availability, I mean, we've ordered more vaccines than any other country in the world. We'll have upwards of 100 million extra doses uh, at some point in the near future. We should immediately do the very Canadian thing and turn those extra doses over the over to the developing world, that's a way of actually increasing supply for those who need it the most, while also protecting that very important aspect of intellectual property, which is really how we develop new medicine and, and vaccines and things like that. Now, the Canadian government says it will take part in talks, but isn't saying which side of the debate the country will argue. We know none of the vaccines Canada uses are made here. We have no domestic industry to protect. So what skin do we actually have in this game? It's a good question. I mean, we have skin in the game in a couple of ways. So all Canadians rely on access to innovative medicine, and that's really what intellectual property affords us. And so as we strip that away, we create scenarios where there's a lot less certainty in terms of the investment and creation of, of new drugs, whether that be for COVID-19 or not. Um, there's also a question of all of the vaccines that are currently still in the approval process. So an IP waiver for those vaccines, whether they're in efficacy trials or safety trials, really puts those vaccines in jeopardy. And we have contracts with some of those companies. And it puts them in jeopardy because there could be a scenario where a company has to make a decision to stop their trial or to stop the development of their vaccine because they know that if they do bring it to market, they won't be able to recover their costs because other producers would be able to take their technology for free and then use it. And so we could be sacrificing future vaccine availability by, virtue, by way of going this route. Now, what would be a more effective approach to help shore up supply of vaccines globally? So pretty much every developed country in the world has over-ordered vaccines, whether it be the United States, Canada, um, 
various countries in Europe, the European Union itself. My argument would be to bring those countries together and make a serious commitment to donating their extra vaccines. Um, that's what many of uh, many of the members of European Parliament actually suggested when they voted against an IP waiver, essentially saying, no, we'll continue to export these vaccines to the developing world as we get them. I think that's a much better approach. It, it makes a difference um, as early as tomorrow, as soon as those vac extra vaccines start getting sent, as opposed to something that has really negative externality of eroding IP and is still questionable in terms of if it's going to work. David Clement, we appreciate your insights today. Thanks so much. Thank you very much.